Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. I am irrationally excited for this podcast. I'm excited. Oh my gosh, guys. This is my married at first sight dream right here. Amber Bowles from, what was it, season? Nine. Nine. Charlotte. Charlotte. There was, there's a lot to get to. If you guys know it, Matt, the basketball player, very tall. But Amber, I need to know you pre-married at first sight, right? So we know... You were a teacher, obviously from Charlotte, because that's where they filmed. But I'd love to get to the nitty gritty of what you were up to before making the choice to marry a stranger. <laughs> that's a, okay. So this is the first time I've ever answered this question. Oh, good. I want to know it no all. Never cared. I um, care so much about what, what, where you could be, where you're like, okay, yeah, this is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> So, okay, so I had, like, literally just got, whenever I applied Mm -hmm. to be on Married at First Sight, I was drunk because I had just gotten out of a a really toxic relationship. Great, how all good things start. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I had gotten out of this relationship. It was, like, right after Labor Day. I'll never forget. We went to the beach. It was a horrible experience. We had been dating for two years, and I was like, I am done. Can't do this anymore. Right, and I was, I was 27. So I was like, my, my best friend, Amanda was like, Hey, uh, you guys like Char- in Charlotte, they're doing this thing. Like if they're doing this casting call for Married at First Sight, like you gotta try out. And I was like, uh, I mean, I don't think this is for me. Um, but so my best friend Raven tried out. Right. So I applied and I was like, there's no chance they'll call me back. And then in November I hear a call <laughs> and it was just, it was just like a whirlwind from there. So like November, December, um January February went by like we were I was doing all this stuff for the show and then I got chosen I was like me I mean I need okay I do want to know all about (laughs) the weekend that goes into or at least what we saw filmed and all these people in a room yay saying I'm ready to get married oh yeah I wasn't there because I had the flu oh so you weren't even there I was supposed to go to the workshop and on Thursday, it was a Thursday, I had the flu. I was so sick. I had 104 fever. And they're like, can you come Sunday? We'll make an exception. Can you come Sunday? And I was like, I'll try. So I went like with a 99 degree fever on Sunday. Like I was getting over the flu. I was like dying. I didn't even have a voice. I was like doing my best to talk. You were that good that they were like, it doesn't matter. We need her. No, I was committed. They could see I was committed. Which is what you would hope that they need, except for your husband. But <laughs> I mean, how did I get paired? We'll always do my questions. We will. We but... will get there. But beforehand, you were teaching. Did did you have to say like, "Hey, I'm going on a TV show. I'll be back," or how did that work? Yeah, I so um, I didn't know what to do, so I just kind of like didn't tell anyone. And then halfway through filming, like. Um, they, they published the people magazine mm. thing. And like, so the people magazine thing got published and everyone, all my, all the teachers in my school were like, Oh my God, like, what are you doing? And so then I had to like come out and be like, all right. Well, I forget that. Like, it's not like this is a, you know, you come back to the real world and you do have contact. So it's not like it's a complete secret. My principal was like, I would have never have known you were on a show. Because <laughs> I was just so low-key about it. I didn't say anything. I was just living my life. Like, 
I was literally like dying inside, but like coming to work and doing the best I could. <laughs> okay. So they tell you you're on, they come, they tell you we're, you're going to get married. How much time between finding out you're going to get married and actual wedding day are you thinking like, oh my God, I'm getting married? We get 10 days. But so they're like, you're getting married, but then you're planning your entire wedding in 10 days. So it's very overwhelming. So you plan things? Yeah. So I got to choose my dress. Like I got to, I actually chose a lot of, surprisingly, like I chose my cake. I chose the ring that Matt, um, like we chose each other's ring. Okay. There was something to do every single day of those 10 days. Like, wow. So we were playing like small pieces. I picked the flowers. I picked tulips because it was like Easter. It was right around like March, April. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, yeah, surprisingly, we planned a lot more than you would In think. In 10 days. Yeah. So I was very busy. So it really was a whirlwind. Even though 10 days seems like it's a long time. Like, it was a whirlwind. Like, I went to get my dress immediately and they had to do alterations by the time. Like, it was just wild. Had you watched the show before yeah so i watched seasons four through six that were on hulu i watched the miami season the chicago season and then the boston season so i loved like everyone on there and i loved anthony and ashley's story i was like i'm gonna be anthony and Ashley. that's my story (laughs) i was determined i was oh i know and it was so obvious and that's what made it even worse let's get to wedding day so you're walking down the aisle let's just get right to it And you see Matt. First off, like, could you tell from afar that he was what six foot nine or six eight or something? I I and honestly, I'm horrible because I think everyone's tall. I'm five foot two. Like, I think everyone's tall. Hmm. So I had no idea he was like ridiculously tall. Everyone looks ridiculously tall to me. (laughs) And then you're getting closer, and your head is looking upward, and you're like, whoa. And I was just like, he's just tall. Like, I, I thought I, if I had to guess, I probably would have guessed like 6'5". Like, I just had no idea. Oh. Um, but he's also like, whenever I saw him, I was like, he is not what I expected. Yeah, what <laughs> did you expect? So I kept telling Pastor Cal, and Pastor Cal even made a note. I kept telling him I wanted like Idris Elba. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Not not Matt, though. No, no. And then I got Matt. I was like, what? Well. <laughs> I, I thought he was cute. Like, I thought he was good looking. Like, it. I mean, when I saw him, I wasn't, like, disappointed necessarily, but he wasn't, he's not my type. Right. He's nowhere close to my type. It's just so funny, like, I'll never forget your wedding ceremony and just the height difference from afar. (laughs) It was, it really is a lot. It was alarming. (laughs) Like, it still makes me question, like, they had to know being someone, like, almost seven feet tall, like, someone who's, like, five feet tall, that does not seem like a good match, but I don't know. Well, what's funny is, wasn't it, like, the, the what would you call them coaches or whatever they're in the room talking about coupling people off and who wasn't like completely set on y'all like it wasn't like overwhelming you know what I heard there was this guy who was a chef Mm. who was supposed to be my original match but he got nixed because we worked opposite hours so he worked nights and weekends and I worked days and weekdays so our our times were literal opposites and Matt was like, you know, jobless, so he could like be there whenever, even though he was so never there. But okay, he was the second choice for me. So from what I've heard, he my first choice who they would have chosen was actually like a chef. Have you ever found out about him? Like, can we get the details? So I went on a date with him. You did. It wasn't good. Oh. It wasn't, he was a good human. You know, he's like a really good person. Like, I think he would have actually been really sweet and I'm but but I'm glad we weren't matched because then I think I would have 
looks like the bitch. Because, like, he just, yeah. he was very country, old-fashioned, and, like, I'm not. Like, I'm very feminist, like, very forward-thinking. Yep. So I think it wouldn't have worked because of that. Okay, I have some Facebook questions, too. Some of them are kind of sassy, but we like it. Okay. Jenna Morris, did she know in the beginning that he didn't have an apartment and had been sleeping on a friend's couch? <laughs> I had no idea until I had the idea. Like, I had no idea until we started filming at his friend's couch. Oh, when you went to the friend's house and he was like, yes. I live here. Uh. So I found out after the honeymoon. Whew. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> And I even said, like, they, I think they even filmed, they even showed it on air. I was like, oh, he has a very transient lifestyle. You, I mean, you definitely, it became clear very quickly, like, oh, this guy actually doesn't call anywhere home. Like, it's just. He's homeless. <laughs> what did you think of the fact that his, this, I guess this is a two-part question. He, his family was not at the wedding. Right. Did that alarm you? And did you think when you did find out why his family wasn't there like did you think he should have at least told them about it so uh, my heart sank whenever he was like yeah my family's not here um everyone who's here is my family I was like oh that's not good because I'm super close with my family and I feel like people who are estranged from their family there's deeper seated issues right so unless their family is super toxic which I found out mm. uh, his family actually knew about the show and they refused to go on oh okay I see. I found that about that later on because his family was like, because he's, he's, they, they know he's toxic apparently from what I've heard. I see. Yep. Then everybody knows, huh? Yeah. Like, so this was not a surprise to his family and his family actually refused to be on the show. I guess my, this might be preceding all my other questions, but like he clearly didn't even really want to do it. So like, why do it? Because he didn't have a job. I think this was an easy paycheck. Uh. I mean, because you do get paid. Like, it's not amazing, but it's it's enough to, like, make it worth it, I think, for him. For me, it wasn't worth it because I have a job. But for someone who doesn't have a job, I guess this would be an easy way to make cash without actually having to work. Yeah, but I guess it's just, like, you know, there's probably a lot of shows. I think what people don't know about this show is, like, it is a legit marriage. Like, there are papers mm -hmm. when it doesn't work and there's a divorce. Like, you have to go through that process, which we'll get to with you guys. But... I feel like there's so many things you could do that don't involve like something legally binding and well immediately after the show finished airing he tried to go on temptation island oh. um so like he i mean it seems like this was a thing okay that makes more sense then definitely yeah. his his reasoning okay so so let's we'll continue with the wedding it was obvious at least the way that it was presented to us that you found him really attractive which you said you did and Okay, I was. Can we talk about how I'd love to? Yeah. Thing? So my dad said into the mic, he's like, "Oh no, he's not black," because I typically date black guys. Okay. And I was like, "Dad." So my dad said that into the mic, and so they immediately start asking me, "Like, do you find him attractive? Is he your type? Do you find him attractive?" Okay. And I was like, "Yeah, he's cute. I find him attractive." So I kept answering the questions, and then they obviously they are not going to show you the producer's questions. No, 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 no. So. <laughs> It's just like me being like, oh, he's cute. I find him attractive. Yeah, that's all it was like over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so y yeah, fundamentally, I guess a, a girl would walk by him and think, oh, he's cute, whatever. Right. You liked kissing him. You thought his lips were nice, whatever. I was also had drank like two bottles of champagne. So you were drunk. I would have said that about like a scarecrow. Like, I'm pretty sure you could put <laughs> anyone in front of me and I would have been like, oh my God. 
Did you get the impression, without champagne or production or anything, it was fair to say, like, you found him cute. Did you think that he found you cute? Or, like, did you get the vibes that he also wanted to kiss you that night? Can I just say this man tried to have sex with me, like, multiple times? Okay. Like, for the first few days, like, we waited a couple days. Like, he tried there before. Mm. Like, it wasn't, like, it was, it was not, it was reciprocated for sure. It was. Okay. So, um, and, like, because when we got back on the first night, he was like, so you, like, want to take a shower together? And I was like, no. <laughs> After the ceremony, you're a stranger and I'm going to shower with you? I literally just met you, like, two hours ago. Like, I'm good. jeez. <laughs> like, so, I mean, it was definitely, it felt reciprocated all through the honeymoon. It felt like when we got back, things changed. Like, he was, like, it felt like a switch flips. Like, it felt like he was really into it until we got back. To the real world or something? I don't know. Yeah, and once we got back to the real world, I felt like three weeks in, I told my dad, I was like, he is not the one for me. Like, I told my dad three weeks in. mm that I was like, I don't think this is going to work. Um, because just he, there was such a, a switch that flipped. Maybe that's because because that's when you go home and that's when the real work uh, like starts, right? Like you have to do the yes. meetings with the coaches and, you know, all that stuff. Whereas the honeymoon is definitely still more like, yay, let's get to know each other and drink and hang Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Yep. I do want to ask you said the connection or whatnot was okay at the honeymoon. Like mm-hmm. that time with him was, was conversation good? Like, did he ask questions about you? Did you feel like he wanted to get to know you? It was wild because like on the honeymoon, I felt like I was like, wow, this person really is my match because oh. we always, so like, it was weird because we both wanted to do a lot of adventures. So we went snorkeling together. Like every day we wake up, I'd be like, what are we going to do today? And he's like, let's snorkel. Let's, um do this like let's do that let's go explore we would he's like let's go play jenga and drink a beer like we were always doing stuff and i was like wow i finally met someone who's super active and like likes to have fun like me um and he'd he'd be like hey like so like we would ask each other about family and he kind of had opened up a little bit to me and it was just weird that like as soon as we got back like i felt like imposter matt like went away and it was just like matt 2.0 showed up it was just like it was like someone really light and airy was who was on the honeymoon with me and like this dark presence settled over him like when we got back when did you find out that he doesn't own a toothbrush okay so i mean like he had a toothbrush but he just like didn't brush his teeth that often (laughs) who does not i was like are you gonna brush your teeth he'd be like I don't do that. I'm like, that's cute. Yeah, I remember that one clip and I was like, what? But like, you do that, right? Like, I'm like, but you do that? (laughs) And he's like, no, I really don't. But I I could never tell if he was joking or not. So I was like, you're joking, right? Was that a problem for you? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we honestly, we didn't really kiss so much. After like week three, we did not kiss much because we really did not like each other. Like, it felt like we liked each other until we didn't. And then we didn't. And then we hated each other. And, like, we didn't even want to be around each other. Week th- – how how long is it? What? Eight weeks? Week eight, eight weeks. And at week three, you were like, fuck this. Yeah, and he was like, fuck this. We both were like, no, nah, we fucking hate each other. Wow. Like, we had words, like, behind the scenes. We'd had words, and we were like, no, nah, like, this is not – you're not the one for me. Like, what the hell? He would get really philosophical. You know how, like, people get really philosophical yes. sometimes when they're drunk? He would get really drunk and he would get philosophical. Like, nah, like, I could see how the show, like, would choose me for you. But, like, I just know, like, you're not my my person. 
And I'm like, you can say this on air, sir. Like, you can say this on air. Let's let's pull the curtain back a little bit so everyone can see what's going on off camera. So you guys move into a um, like a, a, an apartment that they get for you so that it's like an equal yeah. space. But obviously the cameras are not on you all the time. So we would never film on Mondays and Tuesdays. Oh. So Mondays and Tuesdays, we would never film. We would film Wednesday through Sunday. So Monday and Tuesday, normal day for you guys. Like, yeah. what's it like? He usually wasn't there. Honestly, he usually wasn't there. It was a rare, rare moment that he was there. Like such a rare moment. He was only there when he had to be. For filming. Yeah, like, the, so the first Monday I come home, I'm like, oh, I was like, I'm going to cook dinner. Like, I'm going to, and he was like, yeah, I'll be there. Bro, this guy never shows up. What? Yeah, like, I, he was like, I'm going to be there. Don't worry. And then he never shows up. At 2 a.m., I'm like texting him like, what the actual fuck? I cook dinner. I like do all this nice shit because this is our first Monday together without filming mm. and he doesn't show up. And then I find out the next day at like 7 PM, he was out with his friends and I kind of find out that there's this, some girl like in the background. Like I, I, so I learned like everything kind of like too late, but like he was fucking around basically. How soon did you tell them the, uh, the I'm going to refer to them as coaches, but did, did you tell them about this? I was weirdly protective. Okay. I was weirdly protective and almost embarrassed to tell them. Mm. Like I was like, I almost felt like it was like a reflection of me. So I think I like hit it until like the last two weeks. And then I finally like spilled everything to the producers. And they're like, honestly, Amber, like one of the people already knew because they had fit footage of him bringing a girl into our apartment. What? Yes. He brought a girl in your apartment. Yes. So one of them had already known about it. Like one of his friends actually was a concierge at our apartment. He pulled me aside and was like, look, he's bringing these bitches over to your apartment. Like it was his friend who was a concierge at the apartment. Oh. Yeah. So I finally open up about it like week seven. I'm like, all right, let's just air this dirty laundry. And um, I didn't even know about the Raven thing until the day before our our decision day raven's like oh i got something to tell you i was like is it another cheating allegation literally I think that's why i cried so hard because i was like it was just like literally add it to the add it to the tab like <laughs> well, okay so you said you weren't kissing after week three were you guys having sex after week three or no honestly i do i feel like we had sex like maybe three times the whole time we were married like really? we had sex on the honeymoon okay we had sex on the honeymoon I do not remember having sex with him, like, after the honeymoon. And if we did, I was probably drunk. But, like, I Did you it. enjoy it? Honestly, I can't remember it too much. But, like, I don't think it... I, don't, I mean, I don't think it's bad. It wasn't anything memorable. Like, it didn't la like, leave a lasting impression. Okay. But, okay. Um, I mean, I feel like, you know, it, w it wasn't memorable. <laughs> I just wonder, you know, sometimes there's those couples where, like, sex is the thing that holds them together because it's that amazing. But... Even nope. if that didn't do it, yeah, we're in trouble. Yeah. I do I do want to ask about someone someone had a funny question, another sassy one. Uh, how much work was he doing behind the scenes to get this mobile detailing business off the ground? <laughs> he was doing a lot of lip service. Uh-huh. Um, okay. He would be like every day, he'd be like, yeah, I'm going to um, call some companies <laughs> to see if I can detail their vehicles. And I'm like, okay, Matt. Okay. He did absolutely nothing. 
he did a lot of drinking with his friends. Okay. So there's like a crew of them that don't have jobs. And they're just like 35 year old men who like troll Charlotte and like drink. Well, you know, what? want to know it's funny is I had posted on my Facebook group that I was recording with you and everyone's obviously shatting their pants. Um, but someone from Charlotte was like, I literally saw him out yesterday. And she posted this <laughs> video that she took of him at this, I presume is like a bar or something with a bunch of dudes. And he was like, what's that thing that everyone does? The p- the pen or whatever? Jewel. Doing he, the he, jewel. he was doing yeah. the jewel. And I literally asked for someone who doesn't smoke. I was like, I do not want a smoker. And I, Yeah, I, I don't know anything. <laughs> Hence me not knowing the name of that thing. But but I, I actually kind of want to send it to you because he just looks like so douchey. <laughs> he is. I mean, did you watch the Where Are They Now special? Of course, yeah. That was the perfect view of who he is as a human. Oh, no. Yeah. I have so many questions. <laughs> okay. So the lack of this detail business work, um, <laughs> did that make you more nervous that he was just going to turn around and go abroad and play basketball again? No. Like I try to call his bluff. So I was like, oh, so like, you know, I make a lot of money as a teacher. Like I do, like I work three jobs. It's not, I don't make a lot of money as a teacher. I make a lot of money as a hustler. Like I have three jobs. Like I, so, cause I want nice things. I, I work. And I was like, so like, you know, I work like the, all these jobs, like my boyfriend's here. Oh, hey, <laughs> I'll, I'll be done with her in 30 He minutes, has his virtual reality. Shalom. Oh, shalom. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Back to the story. So I was like, I hustle. Like, I, I mean, like you can get this mobile detailing business off the ground. Like you wouldn't have to go overseas. And he was like, how dare you? Like, <laughs> it was totally me calling his bluff. I just wanted to see the reaction and it was not good. I mean, it's funny because it like, you 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 talk like you kind of like played back a little bit, like played ball with him, but at least the way it aired, you were just kind of seemed like mm, resigned. They did not, sh- they did not show the scene where he and I had a big blowout. So on the honeymoon, I was like, cause, because I was like, well, you know, I make enough money. Like right. he was like, he he ended up yelling at me. He was like, stop making it seem like I'm poor. <laughs> so we kind of saw that a little bit, but not. we didn't see the fight. There was a huge fight. I was like, if, why did you get married if you didn't think you could uh, support yourself? <laughs> like, literally, I was like, why did you get married? Why did you get married? Who is ready to get married when they don't even know what they're going to do at all? And he kept telling me. Like when it was feeling, he's like, I'm tired of you questioning why I got married. He kept, he literally said that multiple, multiple times. Like, I'm tired of you questioning why I got married. And I was like, what else can I do? You, I don't know why you got married. I don't know why. Let's talk about the first time he stayed out all night, right? So, well, yes. At least I hated the way him. it looks, it's like, I mean, we didn't see him leave, but we see you upset at two in the morning on the phone with someone. He's not here. He's not here. It looks like he doesn't get to your place until like late in the afternoon. 7 p.m. the next day. Okay, let's let's preface that. What did he say before he was leaving for said outing? We were supposed to be doing dinner together. So he was like, I'm going to go have a drink with my friend. I'll be back for dinner. So I was like, all right, I'll have dinner ready at seven. Okay. He never shows up. So I eat dinner alone. He never shows up. So I go to bed alone. And so it's like 10, 11 p.m. And I'm like, why did I do this? Like, I was questioning everything. So I called my best friend, Amanda, and she was working. So she she's a she was a nurse. 
she was getting off at 1 a.m. I see. So she came, she ended up coming over. I, I wish they would have shown that on the photo. Oh, yeah. um, she ended up coming over at 1 a.m. And we just like cried together because she was like, I can't believe this is how it's turning out. She was a bridesmaid. She was like the maid of honor, basically. Had you guys like gotten an argument before that where like he might have been salty? Nope. And so you're texting him and or calling him and his phone is on and then it goes to voicemail, a.k.a. he turned his phone off, I'm assuming. So what happened was I was just texting at first. I was like, all right, well, I made dinner. I was like, you said you're going to be back at 7. I was like, it's like 7.30. Like, are you coming or not? Because I need to know so I can eat or not. Like, and then he didn't answer. So I was like, I'm just going to eat. So I ate. I boxed up the food, like, put it in the fridge. You know, I was doing dishes. And I was like, okay, so it's like 10 o'clock. Like, you're still not here. I'm really worried now because, like, I haven't heard from you. Nothing. So at, like, midnight, I finally call him. So I don't actually call him until midnight. And then my... I was really upset. So I called like three times, no answer, but it was, it, it rang both all three times. Mm. And so then finally I was done. So then he moseys on in at 7 PM the next day, casual. And we actually had a blow up fight, but they didn't show that either because it wasn't, they weren't there when we had our big blow up fight. So we had to like redo the scene where he comes uh, home. I see. Cause the scene where he comes home is very like, he sits down and he's like, what's up? We'd already done it. We'd already had the big blow up fight. So I was like, what did he say in the big blow up fight? Like, I was like, I was also, Beth had got me drunk that day. Okay. Um, so I went over to Beth's apartment and she and I just like drank champagne all day. I love that you can like do that. We, this, like, you can just go to the other couple's apartment. That's so fun. Yep. And Beth and Jamie had had just like had a fight that morning. So we both needed it. So we just drink all day. And, and he gets home. Beth is like, go tell him what's up. And he was like, I'm sorry. He was like, you have to remember, I've been single for 32 years, 33 years. I don't know how to like be in a relationship. And I was like, okay, well, it's like, I'm trying to understand. But I was like, I feel like a normal human would have come home or at least texted like, hey, I'm not going to make dinner. So you don't have to wait for me. And I was like, and then why did you leave your ring? Oh, the ring. I forgot about the ring. Left it in his bedside table. So I was like, because I opened up your floor. He's like, you're crazy. First of all, like, if I were to enter a relationship, I would know that you're not supposed to stay out all night. That's just like, hello, normal, this right? is what you do in a relationship or just to your family or your friends like that. The whole thing of like, I've been single. That's not to me a valid excuse. And that was his that was his argument. When he walked in the door, he's like, I've been single for 32 years. Like, I didn't know. Oh, no. That was his argument. So then finally, I was like, over it. I was like, whatever. We can be cool. We can be chill. I was like, I need to see some effort from you. And he was like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because there was a moment where, like, he did the massage table situation. And it seemed like... Let me tell you, that massage was because we had to... Um, Dr. Pepper gave us an assignment to say what our fantasy was. And mine was a massage. And that's why the massage became a thing. I see. So that wasn't him being like, I'm going to treat you. No, it was an assignment from Dr. Pepper. <sighs> did he ever say, you know, when he says things like I've been single for so long, did he sleep around when he was in uh, wherever he was in Europe? Was that something he did? It was not in Europe. Let's, let's, he says overseas. He was in Mexico, in a D-League in Mexico, okay? M Homeboy was never in Europe. <laughs> oh, this is just <laughs> riveting. I mean, okay, so right, I'm, I might be jumping ahead a little bit, but by the end of the experience, you do the little reunion situation, and you're it's insinuated that he was seeing other women. Like, do we have 
proof very firm proof evidence like he was seeing at least a handful okay but like seeing like having sex with sex so i had this girl i go to this um lady who does my hair and then she's like just so you know one of my clients wants to reach out to you her client reaches out to me and they were having sex like the entire time we were filming did he ever tell said person like hey by the way i'm married and i'm filming a tv show no and then didn't beth have some too so Beth's um, best friend knew of, it was like, basically, she knew someone through her best friend that was sleeping with him for five years, continuing through the show. But does, does okay, right? So Beth knows about this. Does she go to you and say like, hey, I know about this and you need to get out of this marriage? She told me as soon as she found out. So she found out at the retreat, you know, the mountain retreat. Right. She told me as soon as I walked in, she's like, we got to talk. She's like, I found out this morning this news she's like you gotta be done and I was like I will I was like let me get my I was like I don't like making hasty decisions I was like let me get my plan in order on how I want to address this so that way I can address this in the most mature way because I didn't want to look like a complete bitch because I can be a bitch but I think I have a nice soul at the end of the day like I'm a nice person so I was like let me address this in the most mature way possible because I don't want to ruin his entire life which now I don't really care I'm glad I did um but I was like, I don't know how to address this in the most mature way. So I talked to the producers and they're like, we can have a one-on-one session where you just like air it all out. And that's kind of what happened is I had a one-on-one session after talking to Beth, after talking to Raven. Well, Raven was kind of like even after the one-on-one session, after talking to multiple people who were like, he's cheating, he's cheating, he's cheating. Some teachers from school told me some stuff too. So I, I just aired it all out in this like three hour interview with the producers. So that was really good. It was really cathartic. I bet. It was really helpful for my brain. And then Raven told me the stuff and I was like, I can't do this again. Well, here's what kind of sucks, right? Is like when you say something like they didn't air this, but you did go off on Matt after he stayed out all night like someone's question was do you think you were too easy on Matt after that but you weren't it just didn't show like is that frustrating that you weren't the cameras weren't there when I went off on him just the cameras weren't there and like but they're in the the corner of the room aren't they like yeah they are they could have at least filmed us yelling at each other you know like it would have been nice just to not make it look like you were a pushover you know or like you were just I wanted love so bad I think that was the storyline though because I did want love so bad so they had to like really push that point because that that was true but also not enough to be like oh you're cheating on me but it's okay because I like that's not what it was right and so I wish they would have shown both sides, but I don't think they had enough time to show that story, you know, like, and I, and I love the producer, producers I worked with. I loved Lifetime and like, I loves everyone of everyone, but it just wasn't the story they were able to tell. Unfortunately, it just came back as me looking like a pushover, but just know, I feel like they showed me how I wanted to be showed on the Where Are They Now special. And Well, I mean, by the end of it, you were clearly, I mean, winning and you, you were amazing on the the couch at the end when decision day and then you were amazing at the reunion so not to say but it's just interesting that that was one of the stories of like you're not being hard enough on him or whatever and you were and I think I was really like almost like depressed during the process so I think there were times when when I didn't even bother yeah just get me out of here I got nothing I got nothing no energy got nothing left Mm -hmm. for this 
I was also like taking a college class um, to become a principal and teaching an online class and teaching middle school all at the same time. Yeah, I forget that you have a life too. Like you're, you're trying and to this do this. And this man wasn't working. I think that was my biggest complaint. He wasn't working at all. And I was like working like 80 hours a week on top of filming 40 hours a week. It was hard. I was a fucking not myself for those eight weeks. I like this question. Nikki Bray said, aside from Matt being out all night, what were some other red flags that popped up with him? A lot of the red flags were just like his lack of family involvement. Like he had no, like he had had no contact with his mom, his sister or his dad, but he would, it was weird because he would say like really nice things about them, but he had had no contact with them. He would, he would drink a lot. Like he was always, um, and it was like for 33, it felt like he was at a it felt like he was 22 in a 33-year-old body. So I'd be like, this, he, we, he would wake up and open a beer. He would, you know, like, he was constantly drinking and um, just, like, living that party lifestyle. <laughs> he would talk about all the threesomes he had, and I'd be like, I'm not like that. <laughs> Why do you think you guys were matched then? Because he's a good bullshitter. He bullshitted everybody. Like, he was even good at bullshitting me for the first few weeks. He bullshitted you. He bullshitted production. Everybody? Yep, he bullshit. He was really good at that. Like, he was super manipulative. Coaches, Like, everything. he was so... He said the exact right things. He said he was like, I am someone who wants stability. I am someone who wants to, like, wants a reason to be in the United States. Like, I'm someone who wants, you know, whatever. I want someone who's going to support me in my dreams and ambitions. All the things he said was things that I had said in my interview. Like, I want... <laughs> like, oh. I am... Sta I'm stable. I have this really good job. Like... I plan on being at my job for 30 years. Like, these are all things, like, I said, you know, so. You, you've kind of addressed this a little bit, but you said at the reunion that Matt was a completely different on-camera versus off-camera, which you've alluded to, but would you say that off-camera, he, he essentially showed you that he had zero feelings for you, and then on-camera, he still didn't really act like he had a lot of feelings, but he definitely talked a big game, like, I could see myself falling in love with her, or things like that. So that was just all camera. Like, it was weird because, like, on camera, he would be, like, Pastor Cal, be like, how are things going? He'd be like, I think me and Amber are really, like, growing the relationship together. Right. Like, we're really doing a good job. Like, I just I just see us together. It was just it was just completely different on camera versus off camera. I think it was on the reunion as well that he was, like, basically was, like, I never, after 15 minutes, I knew that it wasn't going to work. Do you think that that was more of just, like, a kind of trying to dagger back at you or, like, is that legit, do you think? He literally told me he hated me because I dragged him on national television. So he wanted to get back. He still sends me nasty messages on Facebook. Like, no. he says nasty. Yeah. Like, says, what? Like, he'll, like, stop doing these podcasts. I've moved on. You should move on, too. Like, stuff like that. <laughs> like, I'm going to send him the link. I was like, I'm literally going to do more now. Like, anything, anything to be, I'm so spiteful. Don't, like, if he's going to tell me what to do, I'm going to do the opposite, you know? But also, like, you you had so much baggage off the show then you brought more baggage literally onto the show like you couldn't not hook up with people while you were married just for eight weeks like he could have been a keith who was like a sweet guy totally like keith didn't want to be married but he was a super respectful guy about it and like you know put a, put a lot of effort in and patience and like right at least Keith tried and I still kind of feel like somewhere in there that there's space for them but maybe not yeah I agree I feel like they have like this weird spark that yeah. is just so adorable but you know that it just wasn't the right time but yeah but yeah no it's just like 
to me, if if you voluntarily go on a TV show, right, and you can't keep your PP in your pants for eight weeks and you're texting people and, you know, I'm assuming Charlotte is a smallish town if, if you're saying that all these people are finding out, like, you deserve to be talked about and you deserve to, like, it could have gone differently. And the reason it didn't go differently was because you chose to do what you did. Right. And so he, like, blames me for his bad reputation. But, like, Matt, I was like, it, it was visible from day one that that you weren't in this for the right reasons. Yeah. I had nothing to do with that. And he, like, still harbors a lot of resentment and hate towards me because of it. But I don't really care. You shouldn't. I hate him back. Like, that's all. I mean, actually, I don't even really care about this man. Like, he could, like, I, I just feel more indifference toward him at this point. Okay, so obviously, no shit, you guys decide, well, you were the one that was like, I'm getting a divorce, which I loved. So he agrees. After the, after the show ends, did he ever, I mean, obviously, you guys had to awkwardly move out of your apartment and you were in there at the same time. And he was very like, I got to leave right now. After that point, was there contact between the two of you? No. Um, as little as possible. We had to have contact with each other because I was filing for divorce. And I was like, I need your address. Which one of the addresses should I send it to? Like, which friend's house? And so I, it's crazy because I sent him the freaking divorce papers three times. And he still claims to this day that he didn't get them. And I was like, you said even on national television at the Where Are They Now special that you got them. Like, he's just wild. It's just wild to me, like, how he can lie to himself. Are you divorced? I got divorced September 25th, 2020 on my birthday. You're kidding. That was, like, so recently. I was like, this is the best. Per- I literally cried. I was like, this is the best birthday present any anyone could have given me. How long was that process? I filed in May of 2019. And it did not get finalized until September 2020 because I had sent him the papers three times throughout 2019. And he finally claims he got them January 2020, whatever. He still did not sign them until July of 2020. So they were filed in July and then um, fully processed in September. If he did hate you so much, why did it take him so long to sign? Like, wouldn't you think he would want to get out? Oh. He he wasn't looking, you know, he knew he wasn't getting married anytime soon. And he just knew it was like, it was irking me. Like, I feel like that's the one power he held over me. And I even tried to say, I think I even said that on the where they now special. I was like, this is the one power he has. Like, he's so powerless in every area of his life. He has no job, no home, like nothing. So this was the one power he had was to hold this over my head. Okay, there's your proof, guys. These weddings are legit. This marriage yep. is legit. Unfortunately, I'm just so fascinated. <laughs> this is fun. I'm having the best time. Do you live in Charlotte still? Yes, I live in Charlotte. I'm the same place. So is it weird living in the same city as him? Like, have there ever been any run-ins? Do you know any women that he's like also hooking up with now? Like, I run into this man all the time. He was, I don't want to say dating, but he was seeing someone in my apartment building and someone in my boyfriend's apartment building. So I saw him at my apartment and my boyfriend's apartment. Wait, to the point where it's like you see each other, you walk by each other. I'm assuming you don't say hello, that kind of thing. I flick him off. I flick him off every time. So you see each other. All the time. What does he do? He either flicks me off back or he just like, it pretends like he doesn't see me. Oh my 
<laughs> yeah, we have no good words to each other. No good vibes there. Okay, so no friendship in the future. Thought that was pretty no, obvious. Ever. I do want to ask, it seems like Keith and Iris's, well, it got kind of painful towards the reunion time, but you guys had been posting like, woohoo, we're finally divorced. Our husbands won't divorce us. Like, did you guys bond over that? Like, did you expect their divorce to take forever? No, I did not expect that at all. Um, and Iris and I had gotten really close throughout the show because like, I just feel like Iris and I have like kindred souls. For some reason, we're just like, I feel like she's like my 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 friend soulmate you know okay, yeah but i did not expect keith to be pulling this shit so he was doing it the same that's so weird i don't know keith had reasons that i've learned okay so do you think married at first sight can work like if if they were like we're gonna do this process with you again would you do it yes i would even though i have the most amazing boyfriend so like, i don't need it in in yeah. Right. In theory, I would definitely do it again because it can work. And I feel like I it would work with someone like me because I'm willing to put the work in. Because, like, I feel like even it, so that chef guy I was supposed to marry that we didn't have any chemistry, I think, like, it, it could have worked. Like, it could have worked because I think I was working for it and I yeah. think he would have worked for it. So, like, I feel like as long as there's two people who are willing to put that effort in, it's going to work. It's going to work because arranged marriage works when two people want it. When they fight for it, yeah. Right, and I think that's all marriage is anyways. Like, you can choose the person you're marrying, and if you don't work for it, you're going to get divorced. You got to work for it. You got to want it every single day that you wake up. Christina Moe, was she surprised by any of the other couples from her season and their decisions to either stay together or break up? The only couple I was surprised about was Iris and Keith. I was shocked. So they were like, I was literally crying. You know, I wasn't sad divorcing Matt I was sad I was getting divorced yeah of course you know like it was more just like the just like the the process was over and I was just sad you know tired and tired all that stuff all that time and that's what happened geez and they're like we need you to go visit Iris and I was like why they're like because she's your best friend and I was like yeah she is but I'm just I want to be alone like I don't like people seeing me cry like whatever they're like, no, you need to see Iris. And I was like, okay. So I like, knock on the door and she's like, what's up? And I was like, Iris. And she's like, I'm divorced. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I just didn't know. Like, I found out from her mouth. It was so interesting, though. Like, you guys go out on the, the patio or whatever, the ground floor, and you're having oh, a little God, barbecue. Well, it's horrible because it's like Keith and Iris, for the most part, I mean, she was a little sassy, but like, they seemed cordial. And then to, yeah. to compare that to Matt is just, I don't even know why he went down there. What did he think he was going to get out of going down there? If he didn't go, he wouldn't have got his paycheck. So he wanted his paycheck. Okay. And then walked away once everyone was like, leave, basically. Yeah. And everyone's like, we don't like you, Matt. Just go. Just go. I mean, by that point, the guys are probably also like, ugh. And Greg and Jamie both didn't like him. It was only... Only Keith, like, tolerated him. I mean, I thought Beth and Jamie were always going to work, but, like, definitely had a rough, a rough I knew they were going to work, though. I knew they were. They were were just, like, (laughs) the perfect amount of weird and, like, I, yeah, yeah, that was. They're fun. Well, I guess this question doesn't really matter because you do have a boyfriend, which I do want to ask about. But (laughs) Stephanie Lynn said, if you've watched the show for a while, do you have any other guys from previous seasons that you think you would work out well with? Okay, so not necessarily previous seasons, but this season, I'm like, okay, Miles. <laughs> I, okay. 
like miles would have definitely but i love my boyfriend and i'm good like i'm good but miles would have been my type okay. if i had gotten married at first sight again like miles would be my type okay noted there's your answer <laughs> uh oh i did love um kaylee Hyder said why did she never date her cutie bff ew because i'm i have no even cl- I, ugh. <laughs> dang it but he was like okay my sister and i were watching and we were like he's in love with her okay but he's not and one he's also a fuck boy i love raven really? raven i love you he's a fuck boy yeah he he but he's a player well, he's- all it takes is the one girl to change his ways that ain't me <laughs> someone wanted to know if you're still a teacher yes yes i love teaching i will always be a teacher as long as they have me i love teaching then on that front, Claire Mulgrew said, if she does teach, do any of the parents of the kids she teaches bring about any comments about her being a part of the show or anything? Or do you get recognized? Yeah, I get recognized, but nothing negative. Do you get yeah. recognized like out in Charlotte ever? Yeah. <laughs> My boyfriend gets annoyed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, luckily, I didn't have a boyfriend after The Bachelor because that shit was awful. I bet you got annoyed. All I mean, I bet you got like, <sighs> constantly bombarded. Bombarded. I was wondering about that. I feel like The Bachelor would be way worse. <laughs> I mean, that audience is just so big and like. Yeah, girl, I love The Bachelor. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, I. I God, I had no clue. Like, I grew up watching it and I was like, OK, this is a fun show. But like, I would never like follow people and get involved in their life did you feel like your story story was truly told on that no or did you feel like they yeah okay thank you thank you you know how i feel the thing is is they cannot tell the true story they cannot tell there's just not enough time so it's not even their fault like i don't even blame them they can only tell the story that's there and i feel like for me it was like they couldn't show my entire personality they could only show that part because i was being a pushover to an to an to an extent so that they that's the story they had to show because that's the story that's easiest and most relevant yeah i mean it's hard you've, you've got four couples it's hard right you know we're, we're not seeing everything and it's hard and especially when like you know america has opinions about things that they're shown but they don't really know any, everything and they're telling the truth but they can only tell a piece of it exactly a hundred there's so much that goes into why you behave the way you behave and why you know, I, I was drunk here. Like people don't even know that <laughs> or I hadn't slept in 82 hours. Like, right. Before we talk about your boyfriend, is there anything you'd change about the casting process to better prevent failed marriages or slippage through the cracks like Matt? I think, um, okay. So I don't think this is possible, but it would be so nice if they could interview someone's friends um, yeah. and family out without them in the room. I feel like that's totally possible. Because if if someone had asked me, do you think Raven would have been good for married at first sight? I would have said no. Because I don't think he's – because at that point in his life, I didn't think he was ready. Yeah. So, like, I think I would have been very honest if he wasn't in the room. I think that's a great idea. And I would have told him to his face. Like, I tell him to his face, but it's not something I would feel comfortable putting on camera in front of him. I don't know how to say that. They should do that for every casting thing. Yep. That's where you're going to get the background check kind of stuff, too. Just hear from one more perspective. Like, oh, yeah, he's – he was never actually in Europe. He was in Mexico. and Yep. That would have been so nice. And I feel like he, he has several friends. He doesn't know it who've come up to me and been like, told me some stuff that they're like, they've just, you know, let it fly. So had they been interviewed, I think they would have been like, no, he doesn't need to be on the show. Let's let's pitch it to Dr. Pepper. <laughs> let's do it. Let's let's hear about this boyfriend. <laughs> we've been dating for nine months. Um, I mean, he's just great. Like, I feel like 
I can be my authentic weird self with him. And it's okay. really nice because I do have moments of cleanliness, moments of neediness, and he just takes it all in stride. And like he has moments of moodiness and I can just take it in stride. So I feel like our personalities are very different, but we are, we always say this, we're very, very, very different personalities, but we have the same interests and our personalities complement each other. How did you guys meet? So we used a mix of Hinge and I met him at a Hornets game. So I had season tickets to the Hornets because I'm obsessed with basketball. Mm -hmm. And he was like um, asking me to go to a Hornets game with him. And I was like, well, I already have season tickets. I don't need your ticket. (laughs) And he was like, well, um, would you want to meet up before for a drink? He's like, I'm going to bring my my friend to the game. And he's like, me and your friend can meet up. And it was Iris was my friend. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, well, can we meet up at halftime? And I was like, no. Like maybe like and so I was like Iris I was like we're gonna meet this guy at halftime we have to like ditch him in like five minutes and we ended up talking to him for an hour and a half and the rest is history the rest is history and he he was like always he still to the day makes fun of me for not wanting to give him a chance did he know about the show nope he didn't has he ever like watched it or anything or no thank god no I was like please don't watch this you'll immediately like think I'm horrible no man I date will ever watch my season of the amen unless he does it behind my back and he's lying about it but that's the only thing way he would see it is if he lied about it yeah (laughs) because that's like something we talk about right away if I'm like do not google me do not watch the show I was on like those are my (laughs) rules everything else go right ahead I don't even care amen yeah seriously I feel the same exact way well thank goodness I'm so happy that you got a good one and uh, that Matt is still just doing the jewel life at the bar. <laughs> okay, um, give us your your social media so we can follow along with with your life. At a bowl b o w l for life. So like a b o w l f o r life. <laughs> I made this a long time ago before I knew anything would ever pop off. Like I never thought I'd pop off at all. You guys did. Who would have known? Like who would have known? That's a huge thing. Which reminds me, I was looking for you on um, Instagram, but I don't know if I found you yet. I'll go follow you right after this. Okay, I need to follow you, yeah. You're you're a real one, I can tell. Oh, I'm <laughs> so happy that I got to talk to you. I'm so me obsessed. Too. I'm like smiling so Keep big. in touch. I will. You gotta keep in touch. Where do you live? I live in New York. Um, I knew you were gonna say New York. Yeah, <laughs> New York. Can you come to Charlotte? Oh my god, I would love I'm to. I'm buying a house. I'll have a house in like March so you can come stay with me. I would I live really that. close to the airport Charlotte. I live like t- I'll live like 10 minutes from the airport. And we just bond. Yay. Oh my god. I'm so excited. You have to come stay. I'll have a perfect guest room for you. <sighs> well, I'm gonna stop wasting. Go hang out with your boyfriend, okay? <laughs> I'm going to go eat some wings with my boyfriend. some wings, and I'll find you on Insta right now, okay? All right, perfect. I'm going to call you back immediately. (laughs) Okay, bye, honey. (laughs) Have a good day. Bye.